Hello, Erica. Hello, Stephen. Happy uh, tea time television. Tea time television. Yeah, uh, it's also supper time television. We have Skip the Dishes coming in 18 minutes, which means we are on a deadline on this episode of Lazy Doctor Who, having just watched Power of the Daleks, episode six. What do you, why did you say um, uh, tea time television? First of all, slow down. <laughs> no, we have, it's 18 minutes. I'm watching another thing with food. Whatever. We'll be fine. Okay. Um because this is so dark there are so many dead bodies is this where mary whitehouse started to get upset because good golly i wouldn't i kind of don't blame her in this case it especially when you watch this story in context you know with everything leading up to it you know even because in i think the war machines was sort of the first full entry into like modern day Doctor Who and there were army soldiers and stuff but even then there's like you know the scenes where what were the war machines in Wotan basically stopped the soldiers machine guns from working mm-hmm. so we see machine guns for more or less the first time in Doctor Who we don't actually see them used very much so when you see this much machine gun fire in Doctor Who it's mm-hmm. like you know this is something that the BBC would lose their poop over in the mid 80s like in season 21 and 22 and here it just feels very shocking doesn't it yeah well I wasn't shocked by the machine guns I was just shocked by the death the machine guns were ineffectual so they didn't bother me at all that's true, I suppose, because they're only firing the machine. But it's the sound. That's mm-hmm. the thing. You know, you associate the sound of machine guns. Mm-hmm. If they're shooting ray guns, I think it would be different because it, it's, you know, mm-hmm. they're getting gunned down by Dalek rays, I suppose. Perhaps the sequ- perhaps that sequence is actually more devastating in audio because you just hear this constant mm-hmm. din of machine gun fire and then bodies falling, but it's really the Daleks that are shooting them. Yeah, see, I found the machine gun sounds. I didn't find that horrifying. I found it depressing and hopeless like this is the sound of a colony trying to survive and they're failing because you can also kind of hear the the Daleks gun sound effect Mm -hmm. as well so yeah it was it was more of a hopeless kind of a tragic sound for me than it was a a violent sound The, the violence was I mean yeah it's violent but the violence was successfully carried out from the other side and so as you say so many colonists Gun down. I, in the animated version, I think they're going off of either camera scripts or perhaps a telesnap that we didn't see in the official telesnap recon. But apparently, there's like a baby, like parents holding a baby that nearly get shot by a Dalek before someone else stops them. Like it is, it's it's just so grim. I can't, you know. And this is at a time when uh, the smugglers, I think, is the earliest case of of known sensor clips from Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think Australia even got this one. In fact, I was I was looking it up during the course of our of our watching. Um, I, I tell a lie. They, they got it in 1967 and, and handed it back in June of, of 75. So I'm surprised and shocked. Perhaps no documentation exists or perhaps the... Um, the censor cuts don't exist, but I can't imagine this airing as is in Australia. You know what I mean? Well, maybe just knowing that Australia cut so much stuff out, they decided this story is not for Australians. It is just not to be. <laughs> no, it aired. It aired. Really? The only the only episode uh, story that the Australia bought but didn't air was Dalek Master Plan. Um, 
I know. What? Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was long. Maybe it was yeah. grim. I'm not too sure. But they, yeah, it didn't pass. That, that didn't pass the rating outright. I think it got a U, whatever that means, in oh. 1960, whatever year they bought it in. Mm-hmm. But they did air it in, in Australia in June of 67. So, Well, I suppose when you think about it, I mean, I, I feel like overall, at the end of it, this is a much more grim, dark story. But there's a lot more action and shooting and death and stuff throughout the course of the Dalek's master plan. So I, I guess this this has it all concentrated right at the end. It's basically like taking all of the violence from all of Dalek's master plan <laughs> and concentrating into one totally grisly episode. And here you are. It's basically a Donald Cotton written Dalek story, like the myth makers mm-hmm. and the gunfighters. <laughs> Except it's not really a comedy for the first five episodes, but... Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's very interesting intrigue and political machinations and stuff. So... Um, but yeah, wow, it's uh, it's quite a way to end it. I mean, effective. Polly, who has, you know, usually I think Polly's awesome. And I do think she's awesome here. I, I don't think that there's, I have no problem with her screaming and crying and losing it here because of what she has, has witnessed. But I mean, really, there's nothing super, like, great from any of the characters except the Doctor has something to do. Like, he's kind of the only one. Um, and that's a real small part of it. Most of this episode is just the Daleks trundling around. You know, Bregan's got a, a little few lines here and there, but mostly it's it's just mayhem and murder. Yeah, and it's it kind of hammers home the, um, you know, the futility of everyone basically trying to stop the Daleks and that like machine guns won't work. Mm-hmm. There's no ingenuity to be had here from anyone other than the doctor. They're basically re- resorted to hiding and running, trying to escape mm-hmm. the massacre, you know, until the doctor finally feeds mm-hmm. back the electricity and passes out and then mm-hmm. wakes up and leaves. <laughs> Although I guess actually Lesterson is probably the only human character that has something sort of interesting going on with him besides the doctor. And that's, you know, we talked about last time about him just kind of uh, kind of going mad. And yeah, he's he's totally off the deep end at this point, which I mean, the character who is finally driven mad by, you know, his own actions. That's not my favorite trope, but this actor is really good. And the fact that he was so annoyingly sure of himself at the beginning really does sort of lend itself to a complete like, you know, crumpling, like you know. A, a tree that is very, very stiff and tall is much more likely to break than it is to to bend. So somebody with opinions as strong as his much more likely to probably just lose his marbles mm-hmm. than than be able to adapt to that. And he plays it very well. And he did. Um, you scoffed, I remember, at the notion of Quinn sort of informing the doctor that, uh, hey, you destroyed our whole power supply. It's going to take weeks or months or something. That wasn't Quinn. That was... um uh, Valmar? Was it Valmar who said that? Okay. Yeah, it was Valmar. And I was... Just, I mean, I am going to cut Valmar some slack yeah. because he was in love with Janley and Janley died in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he is very much, uh, I think, probably just hanging on to his own sanity by a, a mere thread at this point in the proceedings. Uh-huh. So I don't think... I don't think I'm going to be too upset with him, but... I mean, because this is why, like, if it was Quinn, there's no way I would I would stand for that. Because 
everybody and their brothers and their babies, apparently, almost, are getting gunned down by the Daleks. <laughs> and you're going to complain about it? I mean, I think Ben's complaints at the end are very, very valid. And it's ridiculous. But my headcanon is that Valmar is just not in his right mind. And he is focusing on the sort of concrete real world problems that he has like that he can fix like it's going to take months but this is something that he understands he was the guy that laid the cables in the first place so he knows electricity this is something that he can attack and handle and and do whereas grieving over a lost love who has just died and probably a lot of other friends and stuff um probably too big for for his mind to to comprehend at this point Mm -hmm. he's seen a lot of stuff basically Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, exactly yep Mm -hmm. Um, what else about this? I would not like a hat like that. <laughs> Which hat? The doctor's stovepipe hat. It just, it, the, the, it looked ridiculous in the animated version. It's even more ridiculous when you see the telesnaps and the doctor walking. I'm so glad that, spoilers, that hat does not stick around for terribly long. No, I don't, I think it's gone before even our first existing Troughton episode, episode two of the Underwater Menace, so. Well, that's a relief because yeah. it is ridiculous. Yeah, apparently his, his trousers were sort of like, you know, comedy trousers as well, and they got gradually sort of taken in mm-hmm. as well over the next few weeks so he does look very clownish sort of in this in this episode um i i did appreciate seeing we watched all of the uh, the existing footage mm-hmm. after the episode was over and as i said about the telesnap pictures it Troughton is just a great actor. It, it was nice to see him, you know, even in stills, but just to see tiny little seconds of him saying things and moving his face and doing stuff. Wow. From from him, you know, feeling his, his new face and being like goofy looking, clearly playing it for laughs, to the, you know, later on the Dalek looking right at him and him being scared. That was like chilling. He, yeah, he, he runs the gamut and does it all very very well mm. it was neat it had um that sequence had one of my favorite sequences ever which was the daleks all blowing up at the end of episode <laughs> six i love i love the way it's cut together i love this quick shot of the bottles blowing up and scattering everywhere that was listener yeah. he cheered oh, he cheered out loud when yeah, we were watching it yep I saw that for the first time, perhaps like many, I think probably by many people, because a lot of this stuff has only resurfaced in, I say recently, in the last 20 years. They did a um, they did a TV special, I think on BBC Two or Three, called uh, um, Resistance is Useless. Um, have you ever seen that? No, I don't even know that I've heard of it. Hmm. It, uh, it was a basically a clip show, essentially, about Doctor Who. And during the making of that is when they discovered some like missing footage and stuff like uh, like the spate, like the model stuff from Dalek's master plan. And then so I think I don't know if they discovered it, but it was certainly the first time I'd ever seen it. Some of the uh, the stuff from Power of the Daleks. I'm thinking, what is this from? Like I was just like, you know, I was just sort of like piecing together everything that I thought I knew about Doctor Who at the time. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there's all this new footage, which I was so... Whenever I see that, I, I think mm-hmm. back to resistance is used. I should track that down and and, and watch it because mm-hmm. it was it was a it was a thing at the time. But yeah, that would be very interesting to see. I like I, I like watching documentaries and clip shows and stuff that were made 
long ago because in and of themselves they're like a time capsule of the mm. time that they were made in addition to being a time capsule of the time that they're talking about so that's kind of a fun little meta thing which yeah. would be interesting but i would just i'm just seeing these clips for the first time this is my first time i'd never seen i don't think any of them before so that was that was that was pretty great it was pretty cool mm-hmm. I'm 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 wondering if I mean this this is one of the ones that has always been rumored that it's been found and it's coming back but it was only like only apparently only two copies were made essentially of this cuz it's fascinating to see when I look back at um you know cuz seasons 4 and 5 are easily the least represented in the BBC archives. Mm-hmm. I think only I did a mental count as we were watching this. I think 10 of the 40 odd episodes in season 14 are exist. 14? And be, for, four? 44. What? You said season 14. I think you mean season 4. I did mean season 4. Thank you for correcting me. Uh-huh. Um I I find what was I going to say now? You were saying that only about 10 odd episodes exist. Four and five are the least represented. Yeah, and that only two copies of this. It was only sent to Australia and then I think New Zealand and Singapore. And um, I find it a fascinating time because the first two seasons of Doctor Who were sold very widely. This is why most of it still exists because it was, there are many copies created. And why the Patrick Troughton era, much as we revere it, is probably ratings and sales wise the least popular era of doctor who it was barely you know it was maybe sold to three or four regular countries mostly australia and new zealand throughout the late 1960s and i'm wondering if just people had sort of gone off doctor who or perhaps um later on color was coming in and so you know black and white stuff wasn't necessarily as keenly desired as much so which is a shame, but it's it's fascinating to look back now. We look back at this era as sort of like, you know, a golden period of Doctor Who. But even in the UK, it wasn't even... I don't think Choughton ever topped 10 million in the ratings, uh, which Hartnell did a lot and later did Pertwee and everyone else. So, yeah. That's really sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the constant <clears throat> recurring rumors that Power of the Daleks is, has been found, just having seen... The telesnap reconstruction and and knowing the story now, I I suspect that a good deal of that is wishful thinking. <laughs> simply because, like, I, I can understand wanting to have this story back. Everybody has that's it's a first first choice, and a lot yeah. of you know when people get asked a little trivia questions like, which would you like to have back first? This is one of the the perennial answers, and I can understand it now after having seen this. But I'm not going to hold my breath. It would just be very nice if it did did occur someday. I'm going to hold my breath. Mm, veto. I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> I still hold it, I hope, though. But you're right, though. It is wishful thinking. It's a monumental thing. And, you know, the Troughton era is such a great era. And everyone says, you know, I, I say that it was the least popular, just like en masse. Mm-hmm. It was the least popular. But it did, you know, help prolong the show and made it an institution. But looking back, I'm not too sure if... I think it just sort of helped prolong it, and I'm, I'm not too sure if it if it entered the public consciousness as much back back then. Yeah. Well, you know, it was it was a really risky thing to do to change main actors. Um, so I think you know, yeah, not as many people watched it, but not as many people had the opportunity to watch it worldwide because, like you said, it only went to some of those countries. Mm-hmm. I mean, had 
had the other countries also ordered it, who knows what would have happened. Maybe Patrick Troughton would have been a superstar in, you know, some European countries that, uh, you know, just never got a chance to see it. And yeah, I think, I think you might be right that, that it just sort of started to fade in the, the public consciousness. And then it did allow the show, you know, this era, which is so great, allowed it to continue until something shiny came along and Mm -hmm. by that I mean color like I'm sure everybody even people who hadn't been watching for a while were like oh the Doctor Who I I used to watch that show now it's in color as as I've heard multiple people actually in person say oh I haven't really watched Doctor Who for a while but Doctor Who's a woman now yeah oh I'm gonna watch so I mean it might it might just be like the Peter Capaldi era which you know its ratings were fine settle down people but were less than some of the previous seasons that you know maybe it's the same kind of thing the ratings perhaps will go up because because there's a new shiny and yet here's this era of sheer perfection yeah mm-hmm. I, I think I've equated um, the Trouton era to the Capaldi era and I think we'll look back on it a little later perhaps I, I think this is an you know it's it's interesting that the Daleks are in Trouton's first one because I think the Daleks carried Doctor Who mm-hmm. in the first few years and it's it's relative popularity waned when the Daleks popularity waned um, and I think that with Trouton coming in he, the Doctor, I think, perhaps more so with Innes Lloyd and Jerry Davis sort of writing the show the, this way, I think the Doctor becomes more of a focal point in Doctor Who now as opposed to the monster that he fights. Mm. That's what I find. Which, which to me is a much more interesting show. Yeah. So, yay. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else about, uh, about this, the first story of Patrick Troughton's Doctor? I don't think so. I mean, I could mention the very nice close-ups we had on Ben's face. <laughs> so cute, you said. He is. He's just, he is a very good-looking human being. Mm-hmm. That jaw, that chin, yeah. those eyes. Mm-hmm. He even has a little bit of Bieber hair going on at one point. It's <laughs> real does. cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, very mod. Um, well, the next, uh, the next story will be the Highlanders. I've listened to the Highlanders. So that's right. You have. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but I don't remember it terribly well. So I'm looking, and I remember liking it though. So I'm looking mm-hmm. forward. Well, none of those exist either. So we've got five more episodes to go before the pictures move mm-hmm. full time again. Mm-hmm. So steal yourself for more rec- uh, recons. Episodes or stories? Episodes. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's not so bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, look at that. We we managed to get under the wire, and skip the dishes is almost here with our supper. So. Uh, Bye. Goodbye.